Yeah! How about that, Slee? A nice little long weekend, little pep in your step, oh, you're a little back. bounce. Oh, Everything you're back. I could, tell, I could tell you're back right now. That was a good one. That was the best one I've had in, what, I'd say two weeks. Well, I could, I could just hear it in your voice, just in general. You were, uh, were kind of battling over the last 10 days, and you, know, you played through it. That's what people don't understand about That's Travis right. Rogers. You know, there, there's no excuses. If Travis got to show up and uh, get work done in the morning, he's going to get it done. doesn't matter how he's feeling. No, I'm, I'm basically like Cal Ripken. I just keep showing up no matter what, day after day after day, even if I have a cold. You know, most, a cold will take out most people, but not me. I'm, I, I'm that tough. That's the way that it goes. So let's get right to it. First of all, let's talk about this. Let's talk yeah. about that Chris has added yo to his summer. Uh, uh-huh. And introductions. I like that yeah. we've got another word that we Yo, can... Uh, summer station. That's Yo, still summer my favorite. Station. That's Yo. still my favorite line. <laughs> it's pretty great. I, I look forward to it every day. Um, but, so how many times did you consume your last meal of the day before it was dark outside? I'm going to say zero. I think well, you probably got some nighttime meals in during this weekend. Let me let me emphasize by that. Because when, when I make it sound like I'm having you know dinner at 3.45 on a uh-huh. Friday afternoon, first of all, that might be the case, but here's the problem, Trav. That would mean like I'm incredibly responsible, that, you know, health is the number one priority. Discipline. Discipline, right. That no, no, that's it. After five thirty, I'm not eating. Nothing's going to my mouth other than water. <laughs> but that's not the case at all. So I don't even know what kind of image that I'm building, but let's not pretend that I'm not back in the refrigerator by seven thirty, eight o'clock doing what I do. Might be back in there around ten, ten thirty again. So I, I don't know how I'm. I don't know if I'm properly, uh, if I'm painting the right picture here. Can, can can I offer you just a bit of unsolicited advice? Sure. Flip flip those two things. Do the do the foraging through the refrigerator at four yeah. thirty or four fifteen or three fifteen or whatever it is you're going to air quotes dinner, and yeah. then at like seven thirty when you're going back there, then you go out and you go have dinner and you get to go you get to see human beings and the restaurants will have other people eh, in them. It'll be good. Eh. Too much traffic on the roads there. You know what I mean. <laughs> you know what? It was kind of you know it's kind of random. Mm. Haven't done this in okay. So Friday night, I think I told you Friday night I made some reservations for dinner. It was at six thirty like a normal human being, right? Still Just pretty early, but sure, yeah, that's right. That's better. That it's better than what you usually do. Yeah, yes. that was good enough for me. <laughs> kind of went hard on Friday. Oh, go on. I just kind of starting things off. So you would have you would have thought you know Fourth of July is on a on a on a Sunday. Yep. We got Monday off. Yep. I'm kind of talking to myself. I'm like, no, we're going hard tonight. Like there was no there was no kind of ramp by up design here. or by circumstance. It just kind of get away from it because that happens too. Sometimes you're going in the end. I'll have a glass of wine, and then the next thing you know, you've been at the bar all night. No, it was not by design. What happened is got to the restaurant, have to go through the bar to get to where you're sitting. I'm looking at the bar, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you know what sounds good right now? A bourbon. Yeah, sure. So I'm like, why don't you go ahead and bring out some bourbon? But I had some steak coming a little bit later. Well, I want to do some wine with the steak. So sure. now we're kind of mixing everything in here, and it just kind of you know, just kind of went from there. So that sounds like a pretty good – it sounds like you did the 4th of July correctly. Did you get to some fireworks in on Sunday? Did you put on a, a red, white, and blue tank top? Like, what did you do to celebrate the actual day? Also, Sun- how did Rookie do? How did Rookie do? Oh, yeah. The, uh, That's a great fireworks. question. Emily, thank you for asking. Travis uh, just kind of skips through uh, everything about Rookie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'd forgotten about Rookie. How did he do? <laughs> um, first of all, shout out to companies that were sending me um, DMs on uh, Instagram about CBD oil. Uh, for everybody. The dog. For the dog, okay. Um, did 
did not use it. Uh, just uh, heads up there. We kind of kept him sheltered so that he had no idea what was going on. But next Fourth of July, when he actually does hear fireworks, he'll hallucinate. So we just kind of we we, <laughs> we we held back on this for about uh, for about a year or so. Um, Sunday was the most tame day, to be honest with you. Just kind of chilled here in Pasadena area. There's fireworks they do at Lacey Park, fi- fireworks over at the Rose Bowl. So mm-hmm. got to see a little bit, but uh, also was keeping the dog in mind. So nothing crazy, to be honest with you. That's, that's, that's Sometimes that's the way to do it. I did not go overboard on hot dogs. I, I was very responsible. Nobody believes I, you. Nobody, no, nobody's buying it. They can believe it. me or not. That's up to them. It was true. I, had, I sent you the picture of my setup, right? I had my apples and my onions sliced up in my pan and put it on the grill, filled the pan with a little bit of beer and put the brats into the the little solution of, of beer and apples and onions and you just kind of let them simmer on the stove or the grill, I should say, for however long you want. And then when you're ready to go, you just take them out of the the beer and you put them on the grill, you, you, you toast them up, you get them nice and charred so they're ready to go. They have that nice yeah. little bite. You take some of the apples and onions out of the pan, you put them on the, on the, on the roll with the, with the hot dog. I only had one of those and then we had burgers for dinner. And then we had a little bit of a chicken thighs too, a little barbecue chicken on the side. So it was it was good. We had some very good wine. So it was it was a good weekend. I'm not. Do you have lie. to do you have to go anywhere? Is it, or from your house are the fireworks just? So you know it's funny. This is the first time we haven't gone somewhere to watch fireworks in a long time. Because where I live, you can they're they're just about every community in our neighborhood shoots them off. You don't have to sure. go far to see them. Yeah. And we usually go to friends' houses so you can see them from their backyards and stuff. So yep. but this time they came to our place. And we're kind of sat down in a low part of the neighborhood, so we couldn't really see anything. You got to hear them. It sounded like we were under attack from somebody, but it uh, it was good. It was it was a good day with uh, with some good wine and friends. I got to hang out. It was a nice, okay, a nice this fourth, is, and I played golf on on Fourth of July morning, which is a great way to spend the Fourth of July. Um, this is kind of random. Watched a lot of Netflix for some reason What'd Saturday and Sunday. Okay, I got a couple of them here. Somebody recommended. You ever heard "Made You Look"? No. Okay. Emily Funches, have you guys heard Made You Look? Never heard of that. I have okay. not. So it's basically this true story about fake art. Oh, uh, okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Or not? I, I know that idea? there's okay. a whole world out there of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So basically there's a, a really, really well-known New York gallery that randomly this person starts selling them art. And the art that they're selling them is going for ten million here, but basically over two hundred and fifty or maybe two hundred million dollars of fake art wow. that was one hundred percent somebody else pretending that it was you know Van some Go. of these top artists <laughs> exactly pretending it's these top artists, but they're all coming from this like really well renowned New York gallery. Kind of fascinating, to be honest with you. I mean, I know nothing about art, but I will tell you that high price tags like that and somebody completely fabricating the art, that's a very, very interesting story. Then got into a couple others as well. Murder Among the Mormons. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. That's kind Just of a that top one, one right now on uh, on Netflix. This is a robbery. Another, <laughs> By the way. Let me just say this. You're going I for went, a lot of crime, all crime. murders and robberies Listen, it's and It's all documentaries, huh? You've got a whole this, bunch of stuff going on. This made no sense that I was doing it over 4th of July weekend, <laughs> but I was doing it over on 4th of July. This is a robbery, another one, over $400 million of art stolen from one gallery over 30 years ago. To this day, they still don't know 
who took it and where the art is. So. It's hanging in my garage. I'm looking at it right now. I've got uh, <laughs> I've got uh, a Picasso and a Monet just hanging in my garage. Uh, sitting here. All right, Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All the guests on the show today appear via the Goodyear hotline, and tonight is game one of the NBA Finals, and I can't think of a single sporting event that I have looked to more excitedly, with more anticipation, with yeah. more excitement mm-hmm. than the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns playing in the NBA Finals, where not one person on the court for the first time, I believe I saw this over the weekend, I think it's since 1977, this is the first time the finals will have zero players that have won a championship previously. 1977. Wow. How about that? I am uh, I, I know this isn't the sexiest finals, and I do appreciate you driving up from uh, Orange County to come watch the game with me. It's, it's actually really amazing that you're willing to do that. I'll be there right on time. Just start without me. If I'm not there, go ahead and start without me. You can Travis you will be it coming up for every game um, <laughs> listening on 710. The games are going to be there. Yeah, I know, Trav. Kind of crazy. I, listen, um, you know, you, you kind of always try to figure out, are we, are these the best? Okay, let, let me let me put it this way. Everybody's healthy. Where's Phoenix in the Western Conference? Lakers mm-hmm. better than the Suns? Of course. Clippers better than the Suns? Of course. Denver better than the Suns with yes. Jamal Murray? Yes. Utah, throw them in there too. You think... <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I right, about the Warriors with Clay, probably with Clay. Uh, yeah, we're now now we're getting into. Yeah, I think the Warriors with Clay and Steph are probably better than Phoenix. Yes. Okay, so we're talking about the fifth or sixth best team in the Western Conference, representing mm-hmm. the West. In the Eastern Conference, you could actually make a case. You can make a case they're second, second or third. Yeah, second yeah. at the best, third maybe. Behind you know Philly. where the regular season went. Yeah. So that's that's what you that's what you have not only in this NBA Finals, but you also don't have Giannis isn't playing. Um, as as much as I want to say, hey, Devin Booker is Devin Booker's not must watch TV for me yet. He's a good player. Chris Paul's got some good storyline. DeAndre Ayton's got a great career in front of him. Yep. This is not one of those series where it's going to lure you in. I will watch. I will be there. You know how big of an NBA fan I am. But even with all that, it's like, eh, okay. Yeah. Look, this is professional responsibility. This is more obligation than something I'm dying to see. Put it to you this way. The Dodgers and the Marlins will be on at roughly the same time as the NBA Finals. They will overlap for a little while. Yep. I'm going to be watching the Dodgers and the Marlins and flipping over to the NBA Finals, not the other way around. Okay, that, that, that's, oh, that's that, hilarious. That tells you what yep. this means because I care about the Dodgers. I want the Dodgers to win. I want to see how they play. I want to see if they can get uh, some sort of handle on the running game that people are using. There, there's things that are interesting to me. This is the least exciting, the least, and I don't want to say meaningful because it's going to count. There's no asterisk, but we all know the extenuating circumstances. We all know that this is a production of a weird schedule, of a compacted schedule, of pretty much everybody that's a star in the NBA going down. Yeah. That, that, that's why we are where we are. We're not, we're not here because Giannis went through Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and James Harden at their best. Mm-hmm. We're not here because he even went through Trey Young and the Hawks at their best. That's not what happened. We know what happened. On the other side, it's not because... Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns shocked the world and kicked LeBron James and Anthony Davis's butts in the first round. That's not what happened. We know what happened in the second round. No Mike Conley. Or I'm sure they played Denver in the second round. They go right through Denver. No Jamal Murray. We know they go into the next round against the Clippers. No Kawhi Leonard. We know the backstory. It's really hard to look at these and say, these are the two best teams in the NBA 
even though they're the only two teams standing. So with that even being said, like you, you could set it up that way, and I could still find ways to want to watch it. But this just the matchup. No, the, Giannis. <laughs> and, and like just the way you set it up is the best way to set it up. And, and we're going to get into this because I think Chris Paul said some interesting things. Chris Paul was, I think, talking with his um, – he was talking with two different hats. Let's just put it that yeah. way over the weekend. There's the hat of Chris Paul, the player, and then there's the hat of he's representing the Players Association. Um, but one of the things that – you know, I, I could still make a case that, all right, these are – the path that one team got to get there because this happens is – Okay, it happens, right? Like teams get players get injured, whatever the case is. But there really isn't. There's no history between the two teams. There's no, no storylines between the two teams. There's nothing there too that kind of will help rope you in or pull you in. So uh, Emily sent us lowest rated NBA finals. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> just got to think about this because I think there's okay Spurs and the Cavs back in 2007. Now that had LeBron James. Obviously, that was his first NBA final LeBron strip. James, right? Uh, sure. And it had the Tim Duncan and the uh, Manu Ginobili and the Tony Parker, but the Spurs were obviously not the most exciting You know team. what else it had, though, before you move on to the next one? Yeah. It had San Antonio and Cleveland. Okay? The, the San Antonio is a team that was winning championships. They won their five titles in roughly the same window that the Lakers won their five titles. And as great of a player as Tim Duncan is, as great as Tony Parker was and Manu Ginobili and all the great players that have been through there, were they really fun to watch? Not really. They weren't like the Lakers. They weren't even like the Rockets. They weren't like the Warriors that are just. They, they weren't like the the Heat that were incredibly fun to watch. They were boring. They were well, good, Trav, but they were I, boring. I, I think it also has to do with this. You knew what the outcome was going to be, right? Yeah. Like LeBron might have given you a little bit of like I want to watch LeBron, but by the time you were two games in, you you understood that okay, the Cavs have zero shot against the San Antonio Spurs because. Uh, okay, a couple other teams that are on this list, and I'm sure the Lakers and the Spurs, when they would face each other in the Western Conference Finals, even though the Spurs were boring, would still get fantastic ratings because those games were so good. Yeah, that's the one thing and that the could. Were there. <laughs> this is this is the one thing, Trav, that could that could kind of change our opinion on the series if the games are actually good. Because what I cannot tell you is I cannot guarantee you that the Suns are going to beat the Bucks. Or the Bucks are going to beat the Suns, so that's the only intrigue in this in this championship. Is maybe the games are actually good? Maybe we're we're you know looking at this matchup, and yes, it might be boring basketball or something along those lines. But I don't know who's going to win the series. Well, it, you said it last week, and I think it's a perfect explanation of what it is we're going to look at. This is a game that if you were flipping through and on a Wednesday night saw it on TNT, you'd stop and say, oh. Well, that's not, no, that's I wouldn't. Playing? No. Oh, no, Giannis I, I, isn't playing? Okay, I'm out. By the way, by the I'm way, out. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If it was a Wednesday on TNT, I probably would not stop. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go see what else I have to get done. Yeah, and, and then add in the fact that Giannis isn't there. Add in the yeah. fact that Chris Paul, for a lot of people, my hand way up in the air right now, yep. is not a particularly likable guy. He's not a guy that you root for, right? It's not like this guy, oh, he's been around 16 years. He's been so close so many times. You'd just love to see him get over the top. I don't have that feeling about him, even though those things are true. And then there's this. It's not, look, injuries are a part of sports, right? Injuries are a part of what make these things so unpredictable. You just don't know what's going to happen, and that's part of it. That's fine. But the Suns didn't catch a break. 
They caught, they caught every break. They every caught break. every break there was to catch. Mm-hmm. They caught. They caught the Anthony Davis break. They caught the LeBron James break. They caught the Jamal Murray break. They caught the um, Kawhi Leonard break. They're yep. catching the Giannis break tonight. It's 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 not just that. Hey, look. They they yeah. Anthony Davis wasn't there, but they absolutely smoked the best Denver team that Denver had to offer. That they smoked Kawhi Leonard in the Western. That's not what happened. They've had these gifts that are going – nothing that they shouldn't take advantage of, and they have, but this does not feel like, you know what, these guys have played better than everyone else. Let's see them close the show. It's yeah, They've, they've caught a break in every single round. So I know we got to go to break here, but Chris Paul yesterday addressed it, um, you know, addressed – about the Players Association, the 72-game schedule, uh, he gave his opinion on it. And I think it's interesting. I think you got to look at it from two perspectives. One, the hat of I'm the head of the Players Association. The other hat, if you're Chris Paul, the player, and Trav, you could play that role if you like. What he's really thinking is mine, so we could do that when we come back. All right, we'll do that when we come back. Plus, it is a two-year NBA anniversary that you are going to want to see. That's all coming up. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. <laughs> he's doubling up on us now, Slee. He's doing it. He's just trolling us with his summer, no, yo. Back to back. It's got to be summer station. I got the S's is what I, really kind of sets I like this the alliteration of summer station. That's pretty good, too. But summer, yo, is pretty good, too. It's, it's pretty good coming out of Chris's mouth in particular. All right. I got a tweet here I want to read. Hit me. Scott um, on Twitter says, hold up. Onions and apple on a hot dog. Mm-hmm. How do you let that slide, Alan? And not even question, Trav. No ketchup, mustard, and relish. Ketchup. Maybe some jalapenos. <laughs> Anything you want to say? Just kind of. Well, no, there was mustard on it too. I, that just goes without saying. It's a brat. It's got to have mustard. But when you have those apples and onions that cook in the beer as they're going, they get they, they're they're perfect. They're the perfect addition to that because it's just a little bit of a different texture. It's a little bit of a different flavor other than just the brat and the mustard, which is in there too. Um, I don't like jalapenos on a brat. Jalapenos on a regular hot dog are fine, but on a brat, I choose to go no jalapenos. See, this is where people go off the rails here, Slee. They think that I don't know what I'm talking about, and they think that they're going to get me in these things. I know exactly yeah. what I'm doing. Okay, I know but exactly what I'm doing with the grill. Just I know exactly this, what I'm doing with the condiments. I know exactly what I'm doing with the drinks. I know what I'm doing. Somebody that I just feel like you get so defensive. You Not, know, somebody that's very, very confident about you know what he does and um, his kind of approach on a grill would probably mm-hmm. listen to that tweet and say, "Hey, Al, I don't got time for this." Next tweet, please. But you kind of had to defend yourself. Then I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. I do like this one. Uh, let's see here. It is uh, where did it go? This is Anthony it. Rincon. Nope. This is from Francis. The Suns Bucks series is like seeing a Taco Bell open when there are no taco trucks nearby and everything else is closed. It does the job, but you wish there were other options. Hashtag analysis. Yeah. Look, if you are a diehard NBA person, Funches is a diehard NBA person. This, you this, are a diehard NBA. By the way, this player. is going to end up being a better series than we both think. Well, the series, but see, that doesn't matter. I don't it care. Doesn't. Oh no, no, that matters. Not that to me, matters. it doesn't. If it's Not a me, it good doesn't. series, if this is two to two, four games in, and each one of these games have been exciting down the stretch, more and more people will start watching. No, that, that's a different conversation than whether or not it's fun to watch. Because look, I well, what look, the, what's the, fun? The point what, of, what, but what's what's your definition of fun? That I care who wins. 
If I don't care but you who didn't wins, care, but you didn't, you haven't cared since the Lakers were out, right? That's what you said this entire time, right? I don't. But that, but that doesn't mean that's not good basketball. It doesn't it, mean that it, people dude, I'm not won't a basketball watch it. Coach, you know what I mean? I'm not looking for good backdoor cuts and and ball defense. I don't okay. care. Okay, I, I, I want. I, I need to have an emotional attachment to this stuff for me to get super invested in it. You and don't. I just don't with this. You don't. And I'm going to tell you why. Because if the Clippers were playing Brooklyn in the NBA Finals. Would you be watching it? Would you be interested it, in it? It would be better than this. Yes, it would be. So it doesn't have this. to, but it doesn't have to just be. Well, the Lakers are out, and I have no interest. Is it's the actual setup of it, right? And I get it. And I, you and I are spending some time. The setup of these NBA Finals, the circumstances, the teams that are left, that Giannis, you know, probably out for at least this game. I don't know if he's been ruled out one hundred percent, but I think he's, he's questionable. Doubtful is doubtful. the official. Um, it, it's. It's that setup plus the teams is what's got you uh, not interested. Anthony Rincon says that Spurs Nets finals was like a tree falling in the woods. Nobody noticed. No, I'll tell you. Look, and here's the, here's the opposite of what I was just saying. The yeah. Lakers Nets finals were terrible. Those that, that was. I mean, I was glad that the Lakers won, but that wasn't fun to watch. That was just all, all those finals that the Lakers had in the Shaq Kobe era was the Western Conference. Whoever yeah. got out of the West. That was actually the NBA Finals. It didn't matter if they played Philly or if they played the Nets or whatever the case is. So there's something to that. Um, you want to play that sound for Chris I, Paul? I do, but one second for I, I want to go yeah. back to what you're saying about that if we had the, the Nets and the Clippers, for instance. So it's yep. not the Lakers. That would be more interesting to me because, A, the Clippers are here, so it's a little bit more interesting as far as you know just the fans and our angle on all of these things. That brings a personal – and the other thing is, like, I go back to the Warriors, right? Star power? Yeah, I, sure. I really wanted to see what Steph was going to do. I really wanted to see what Clay was going to do. I wanted to see what Kevin Durant was going to do. And with this, with Giannis, I just—I mean, Giannis is a great player, two-time MVP, but I just—it eh, doesn't really move the needle for me the way that some I get of those it. other guys do. Just I not get it. there. All right. Speaking of Chris Paul, it's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here he is talking about. The compacted schedule, the fact that a bunch of guys have dropped from injuries, and this is very clearly Chris Paul speaking through his NBA PA president's hat. Here's Chris Paul. Everything is always a conversation. There's a ton of guys on the executive committee who are working hard on things right now as we speak, day in and day out, traveling. Uh, I wish you guys knew all the things that are going on. So decisions that are made as far as Playing or not playing, players are always involved in it. You know, injuries are always unfortunate. You know, you hate you hate to have them, but you know, just like when we went to the bubble, everything was discussed as far as the the, the players and the full body of players. You know, everything that's good for this guy and that guy might not be the same for that for for that guy. But everything has always been a conversation, and it's going to continue to be that way. So, people don't like it, then. <laughs> You know, everybody got the same opportunity to be a part of all these conversations. All right, that's Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. And now, very clearly, that's him speaking as the NBA PA president as opposed yep. to the guy that's in the finals because he caught a whole bunch of breaks. Okay, so before we go to the guy that is in the finals, caught a lot of breaks, let's just we don't have to spend too much time on this, but I know the NBA was in a tough predicament, right? What are you supposed to do? You're coming out of the Orlando bubble – you freaking finished your season on October 11th or 12th or whatever it was, right? right? You're also battling the back end. You want to finish your NBA season before the Olympics start in Tokyo, so you got to deal with that. You want to do your absolute best to get back to a regular schedule for the 2021-2022 season. I I say all that, Trav, 
Um, obviously, players had their say in, in as part of the players' association of what to do. Mm-hmm. Did the NBA screw up? Just, just let me let me kind of simplify it. Did they? Do you think they screwed up? Do you think they should have? We played too many games. You know what? There was a better way. If they could have gone back and d- done it all over again, because here's the result. The result is. You're talking about an NBA Finals you're not that excited about. Funches, who's an NBA fan, isn't going to go out of his way. I'm not – I mean, I'm still going to watch a game, so let me, let me not pretend here that I'm not that interested. But there's a lot of people that feel the same way you do. Did the NBA, to kind of squeeze as many games in, do you think they screwed up? Like, you think if they're, you think if they're looking at this now and saying, man, we did not play our cards right on this one. All right, I'm going to put on my dad hat here. You ready? Yep. yep. I've said this to my kids a million times. Just because the bad decision you made worked out okay doesn't mean it was a good decision. The opposite of that is true, too. If they say, you know, well, nothing happened, yeah, but you shouldn't have been doing it in the first place. It's the decision that matters. It's not necessarily the result. I don't have a single problem with the decision that the NBA made. Just because the result turned out to be suboptimal, to say the least, right? Yep. You've got an NBA Finals that has two teams that, as far as the country at large goes, are not particularly compelling. Doesn't mean, look... The and, then you gotta, the, and, then, and then you have a voice like LeBron James, the biggest voice in the NBA, and, voicing and I, his opinion during the playoffs, saying, I told you so. And I don't think that's a great look for LeBron, and I don't think it's a great look for the league. Mm-hmm. Because, look... What's the option? These guys are running businesses. I know that they're billionaires. I know that they have a ton of money. I know that they weren't worried about putting food on their table for the next day. I I understand that, that there are degrees to these things. But they just came off a season where it was a disaster, right? That they had no fans for half the season. They did the postseason in a bubble. It was lowly rated. All of these things. It just didn't work. Okay, Say what you want. The championship counts all. But it wasn't successful by those metrics. Well, let me say this. I don't know... I don't think it it didn't work was the right way to describe it. I think the better way to describe it is you did everything you could with the resources that you had. When I say it didn't work as in I don't think there was another scenario that I don't they either. played out. I don't but again th- th- that's what I'm getting at is it mm-hmm. it's not that they made the wrong decision. The only option available to them wasn't great. And that was to be sequestered in in a, in a place where no one could get at where the games were televised in a way that wasn't typically exciting through nobody's fault. There's nobody in the building. It doesn't have a great feel to it. You got television monitors up all over the place with people in there. It just it was just a weird deal. Yep. So coming off of that Coming into the next season, and I understand the, the, the injuries and all the things that ended up happening were a part of the decision-making process, but the players get paid, the owners get paid, and they had to go and do as many games as they could. And I think they made a decision. It didn't work, but I don't think the decision was a bad one at the time. It just turned out that guys, exactly what LeBron thought was going to happen, did happen. Look, So th- this is why I bring up the question because, you know, listen, this is us just speculating. There is no – if they started the season January 18th and they played 60 games instead of 72, mm-hmm. are we watching a different NBA Finals? Are we watching different stars that, uh, you know, they didn't have to compress the schedule as much as they did? Are, are we getting a chance to watch the superstars where you're interested and entertained where right now that you're not? I don't maybe, have the answer not. to it. Yeah, I don't have the does. answer to it. But that's why I'm, I'm kind of looking back at this, and when I hear Chris Paul – you know, really defending it, like, hey, if these players had an issue with this, they could have came in and really voiced their opinion. 
And that's where I think you then throw on that other hat. You're talking about what, what Chris Paul really feels. What do you think Chris Paul really feels when he's being asked that question? Well, as a member of the PA, he answered the question. As Chris Paul, point guard of the Phoenix Suns, He's probably, what the hell do I care? I'm fine. My team's fine. We're in the NBA Finals. I don't care if LeBron wasn't right. I don't care if AD wasn't right. I don't care if Kyrie Irving wasn't right. I don't care if Giannis and Trey Young and right on down the line. I don't care. I'm here. I'm going to get a ring for the first time ever, potentially. You can go buzz off. That's what he wants to say. And you know what he's probably thinking in his mind? He's he's saying to himself, wait a minute, I've been in this situation before where I was the one that's injured going into a Game 7 against the Golden State Warriors, or I was in a predicament where nobody was sympathizing for me because I wasn't 100% healthy or my team wasn't 100% healthy. So I, I can certainly see somebody like Chris Paul with the association hat on saying, listen, everybody had a word in. And then when you take that off and he's all of a sudden a player, oh no, we're going to continue to take advantage of every single team missing their star along the way. All right. Two years ago today, a historic moment in L.A. basketball. Maybe. I'll tell you what it was. That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, Slee. So we got some more uh, tweets coming in. If you want to send us a tweet at Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa, you can send those anytime. You could also send send Trav a text message at any time. Trav, what's uh, what's your cell? 714-555-1212. Go ahead and fire that off, and uh, uh, I, should, I, I should pick that up. Is that the old number for time? I think that's what it was. Last time that, last time I threw that at you during the night show, you threw 949, so now I know you're lying. <laughs> I, I, have, I have one tweet to add that maybe might be closer to my heart, and, and it was from Francis in Glendale again who said, uh, wait, no, it's from uh, Eric Stevens, and it says, how many people will be a pissed off that the Suns Bucks game will preempt the Bachelorette, and that is more of my speed. I get mad every week when the the NBA Finals or, or an NBA playoff game overrides the Bachelorette because you know that is part of my heart too. I understand. Look, people people like what they like, and when it gets preempted, they don't like it. And especially when it's preempted for uh, a Suns Bucks game, I can certainly understand that. So we had one Slee um, talking about what the Suns Bucks is like, talking about how it's like Taco Bell when there are no taco trucks around. It'll do. Yeah. This is become a thing here are some other things that suns bucks is like this is drew in la suns bucks is like using laurel canyon to get from the valley to la (laughs) emily let me explain that's hilarious i know you don't get that quite yet but you're going to understand how funny that is (laughs) in a few months because that is not the way you want to do it it'll work you can do it but it's long and it sucks and that's the way that it's going to be francis and glendale with another one Suns Bucks is like sleaze in and out order. It's still good, but it could be way better. Yeah, it could be a lot better. It could be a lot better. <laughs> By and the way, oh, go ahead. Go I ahead, got Trevor. one more sleeve. This is from uh, John. The NBA Finals is like T-ball. You still watch it because it's sort of like baseball, but you know it doesn't really matter. So that those those are all pretty good. Uh, Big E here sending some spoke, smoked ribs yeah, and some good. smoked mac and cheese from this weekend. You guys can feel free to send us any uh, any photos of what, what you put together this weekend. Those ribs I, look good. I went just to, the right amount of, of, of glaze, just the right amount of tenderness. You can tell the bones just starting to poke out through the end. Those are just about perfect. I went to a barbecue spot this weekend, Trav, a place called Slab in mm-hmm. like Beverly Grove area, okay. right in that area. Um, it kind of hit exactly on what you and I talked about, what makes good barbecue. It, barbecue sauce coming on the side. Yeah. Like it was. They'll do, they'll do a dry rub on the meat itself. Right. As it right. But, yeah. but it's not just you're getting this bar and it is just smothered with barbecue. Not at all. I, I, 
when you and I were talking about that last week, I'm like, yeah, why, why do places – are you covering up something? This place yeah, was what are you, not – you trying to not show This me? place was not covering up anything. That's great. All right. Uh, Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. Two years ago today, Slee. Yes. Kawhi Leonard signed with the L.A. Clippers. And What's we had today? the conversation. What's today? July 6th. That's 6th. right. Remember, remember how long the delay was? Right. Remember how much Lakers were sitting back and, you know, we're hearing all these different reports and Lakers could get Kawhi to match up with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Um, you know, everybody was like, okay, well, the NBA is over if that happens, which right. is fine. Um, and that delay of, okay, it's like July 3rd, the report started, mm-hmm. then the 4th, then the 5th. He makes a decision on July 6th. The free agent market had dried up. And remember, do you remember this, Trav? A lot of people thought that that was strategic from Kawhi Leonard, strategic from the, the Clippers. The let's let's make the Lakers now work with what's left. That's when they went out and I think signed Danny Green to that two-year, $30 million deal. Yeah, no, that I do remember that, and that's a good part of it. So we, we talked about this, what, it was last week or the week before, I forget, about LeBron's three-year anniversary coming to the Lakers and whether or not you know it is what the Laker fans thought they would get through the three years because by any reasonable measure, it's been a huge success. They won a championship, okay? If you win a championship inside yeah, a three-year window, conversation done. done. It, it's, mm-hmm. We're done. What about Kawhi? Now, two things. Number one, the window's shorter. It's a two-year window as opposed to a three-year yep, window. Yep. And the other part is he's missed a lot of time, whether it's through load management or or injury, like we saw in the playoffs. He's missed some time. So, and and there's this too. Unlike LeBron. He can walk out the door if he wants to. He can go mm-hmm. walk away to another team. He has a, an, an opt-out, a player opt-out at the end of this season that he may or may not exercise. We can talk about that in a second. But two years into this, it's kind of difficult to evaluate because the Clippers had a successful season because they got to the NBA or the Western Conference Finals, but he really wasn't a part of it. Mm-hmm. So this is – I think you got to set the stage here for the Clippers. The expectation when you talk about LeBron and you talk about the Lakers is a different expectation than the Clippers. So right out the gate, I think that that part is very, very important to kind of determine, has this been a successful run for the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard Mm -hmm. uh, over these first two years? Got to be honest with you, Trav, I I didn't think I'd be saying this, but no, it hasn't. And I'll tell you how simple, why it hasn't been a successful run. You're supposed to have made it to the Western Conference Finals at least last year. Mm-hmm. And you were up three games to one. And mm-hmm. you were waiting to – Lakers were sitting there. That opportunity of facing the Lakers for the first time in the playoffs, you were – you did not accomplish what most thought was a kind of a sure, this is a no-brainer. They're going to at least get to the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers. That was your first year. And then in the second year, yes, I understand that they got to the Western Conference Finals. They've never been this far before. But I think the same thing that you just said, and it makes me kind of think to Paul George last week when PG said, hey, if we had Kawhi Leonard, right, we could have got a lot further, that kind of thought process. And I'm, I'm sure I don't, I'm not here to argue that because I, I think he's right about that. I don't know if that was Paul George kind of playing, hey, Kawhi, I know you got an opt out. And I know you're going to have a chance to go play with Luka or go have a chance to go play in Miami with Pat Riley and, and Jimmy Butler and uh, Bam Adebayo and so forth. I know you're going to have opportunities that are out there, but this is actually the best place for you to play. It's still unfinished business. And oh, by the way, in the two years that you were here, no, we did not accomplish our goals. And you should still want to come back and make this another two, three, four-year run to try and do it in LA. Yeah, it's it's not a... Um 
either or. It's not either a success or a failure. I think that there's a third option, which is it's unfinished. Incomplete. It's, yeah. yeah, it's 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 I, I, the answer is who knows? Because here there's let's go back to the Lakers for a second. When you say the three year window with LeBron is a success, why? They won the finals. Okay, we're done. There's a moment you can point to <laughs> right. where LeBron right. James won the finals. He yep. was the finals MVP. It is a success, period, full stop. What's the highlight of Kawhi Leonard wearing a, a Clipper uniform? What is it? You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you. Unfortunately, it's the wrong one. It's you were up three games to one against exactly. Denver, and you lost that series four games to three. And if you go to this year, you know, if if hypothetically, if it was, remember how we played this out earlier? We said, what if it was Clippers-Brooklyn? Are you interested? Blah, 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 right? Let's say the Clippers played the Nets in the finals. And Brooklyn won it in six or seven games. And it was a great battle. But they got three stars. You got two stars. And that was a difference. I could still make a case that, hey, this has been kind of a successful run for the Clippers here. But that has not been the case. So when you say, what do you remember of Kawhi Leonard so far? I don't really have anything to remember. That's exactly right. The, the, the thing to remember is he was brought here to take his team to the finals. That has not happened. Now, it's been two years, so that's a bit of a quick judgment on that. The other thing was to provide leadership in the moments where the Clippers have struggled historically. 3-1 leads in the playoffs. Have a guy that can close the show by himself. He didn't. He didn't. They blew another 3-1 lead while he was there. They did come through and win. A, and it was a actually Paul pressure. George and some of those, those Paul other players. George yeah. and, and, and some Reggie Jackson and Patrick yep. Beverly and Terrence Mann. And these were the sort of guys that were winning these games, not Kawhi Leonard. So, And now you have this whole other thing about do does he come back? Do the Clippers actively try to get it? Because, of course, they do. But here's you want the hardest assignment in sports? Yeah, figure out what Kawhi Leonard's going to do next. Go try to crawl crawl inside of Kawhi's head and see what's going on. Because did anybody ever see the way it ending in San Antonio the way that it did? Sure, no, not yep. really. And then going to Toronto, you had no gonna, idea I, what I he was going to do. None, none. Right, he, right. he's an enigma. You have no idea what's going on inside of his head. And so, what comes next? I don't know if he leaves. This is this is maybe even a better question, Slee. What about yep. this? If he leaves, where are they? Because they still have Paul George, but they yep. don't have a ton of draft picks. They still have a pretty damn good team, even without Kawhi Leonard. They're obviously better with him. But if he walks out the door, the Kawhi Leonard was a big you know, puff of smoke and a wind. It just never really happened. You know what they are if Paul George leaves? they Kawhi, are. I'm sorry, if Kawhi yeah. leaves and they're, they're, they're left with Paul George and these other players, they're a Phoenix Suns team in the Western Conference with everybody else healthy. You know, we said that fifth or sixth best team, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and, and the only and the only thing I'll take on Kawhi, I do feel like I'd be surprised if he left. You know, if, if we play out every scenario, you could go to Luke, you could go play. Luca's the best player he can play with, right? Yeah. The, the Dallas Mavericks. By the way, they have cap space too. So if he went to Dallas, they it's. Luca, Kawhi, and Porzingis. Porzingis should be your third best player. Like Porzingis is not your second best player. No. If he went to Dallas, that's probably, you know, I, I, I would make the case that that's his best scenario over the next five years, chance to win a championship. Uh, if he went to Miami, there's obviously incentives, but doesn't it feel like, isn't that the whole reason why he went to Los Angeles? Because he wanted to be in LA? I have no idea. Yeah, I, 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 would be, I would be lying through my teeth if I said I had any sort of insight as to why he does what he, I don't know. I don't think any, anybody that's being honest, unless you are really on the inside with him, I think we're all just guessing. And his, the way he has conducted his business is atypical of most NBA players. It's just, it's very different. 
And so what he does next, who knows? Bunch of funch, a bunch of lunch brunch. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Always exciting to see what Funch has in store for us. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. What do you got, Funch? All right, guys. Uh, today marks the first day of the NBA Finals, and it will be the first time in 15 years that there will be no NBA Finals without a LeBron, a Kobe, and a Steph Curry. Wow. Mm. Mm. Interesting. All former uh, Finals MVP winners. Wow. Yeah. And with that stat, I did some digging around. I found in the history of the NBA Finals MVP award, eight former or slash current Lakers have won the Bill Russell MVP NBA Finals award. Now, with three strikes and all of you guys working as a team, give me the eight former Lakers or current Lakers. Go. All right, Slee, you go first. Pick one. Okay. uh, We'll go with the latest one, LeBron James. All right, I will go next. I will pick Shaq. Emily, okay. you want to throw one in there? I'll go right, with. Uh, yeah, okay. okay, I'll go with uh, Kobe. Got three. Uh, Magic. Four. Um, and there's one more Funch or two. There's more? eight more. There's, there's, there's eight, eight more. No, no, there's, no, there's no, three there's, more after that. There's oh, okay. eight, to- eight total. Eight total. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go old school here, just to go old school a little bit here. Did West or Chamberlain win uh, Finals MVP? West. There you go. Need two more. Okay. All right. I'm I'm almost positive that James Worthy won one. Yep. Yeah. One more, guys, and okay, you guys Kareem. have no strikes. Uh, one more. It's, Pretty obvious. It's got to be Kareem here. Yeah. There you guys right. go. There wow. Go. Eight yeah. of them. Yeah. There you go. Thanks, Jeez, guys. you guys are really smart as a We've, team. That, the, did you think that the James Worthy one was going to be the? Uh, I the thought trip the up James bunch? Worthy was going to be the trip up one. Yeah. I think I, if you're I, out driving on the road, you should uh, pull over and just kind of, I don't know, applause. You know, just kind of <laughs> get out of your car, stand yeah, up, get out of your car, and a little, uh, a little standing up. I'm pretty proud of us, Lee. That was pretty that good. Was What's weird. next, Funch? All right, actually, happy- it wasn't that wasn't that hard. <laughs> but go ahead, let's keep going. Happy birthday goes out to Sly Stallone today, as he turns 75. Uh, we've seen Sly ha- in his greatest roles, such as this. Everybody should change. <laughs> Rocky, Rambo, and cult classics such as Tango and Cash and Over the Top. <laughs> also, some very, very bad movies such as Judge Dredd and Cliffhanger. Uh, Judge and, uh, Dredd was awful. Demolition Man. There are no bad movies from Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. So on his 75th birthday, what is your favorite Sylvester Stallone movie, Travis? You know, so there's a there's obviously a lot to choose from here, but my favorite Stallone movie, not just because it is, it, it's a combination of everything. It's a great S- Sylvester Stallone movie, which means it has all the stuff that you want from a Stop Stallone movie. Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> no, oh, that's that a good one. one. That was a good one. It, it actually is a good movie. It's not just a one of his characters, but it's a really good movie. And it launched one of his most iconic. First Blood is Sylvester Stallone's best movie. The, the, it, everybody thinks it's called Rambo. It's not called Rambo, right? It's First Blood was the first Rambo movie where he's a little bit of a you know a loner walking through town, and Brian Dennehy plays a great you know you know what local sheriff who gives him a hard time for no good reason, and then he goes crazy and pays people back. He was mistreated before. He didn't want to be mistreated again, and then it gave us all the other Rambo movies. So I'm going First Blood, Funch. Yeah, so it's easy. Uh, backtrace. <laughs> What and is Escape that? Plan? <laughs> yeah, those were good. Escape Plan I, was all right, man. I saw that one. Okay, I didn't see either. That one. was with Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're in jail and they're trying to get out of jail. 
I tried finding his latest movie. Uh, I just I don't know how I could go past the the Rocky movies. You know, those are just so. Which Rocky movie? Rocky Four is my favorite one. I love the the, uh, the one I with lo- seven training montages and no plot. They, exactly, exactly, no plot. Um, <laughs> him and the Russian go at. That's my favorite one. That's yeah, that's that's my favorite one. Like, look, we all like a good uh, Rocky montage where you know here here's every Rocky. He's tough guy. He gets knocked down. He loses. You know how many sit ups I do during that movie? Then Adrian ruins it because that's what Adrian's there for is to ruin yep. it. And yep. then he gets re inspired and he goes and he wins. The problem with Rocky Four is that happens four different times in the same movie. Okay, like I get it, I get, I get the formula. I understand that you want Adrian. To the whole movie, it. the whole movie was like a hype video. Like the whole movie was like a a long promo. <laughs> and then the guy that they had, uh, you know, the that he basically ended the Cold War. That seemed a bit like we can, let's beat the oh, Russians. No, no, that's no, fine. no, no Expendables. No one likes the Expendables. You guys know about that movie. I, that's with all the superheroes. Yeah, people, yeah, I, I, I kind of like hero, it. They, they, just, they just blow a bunch it's, of stuff up. Yeah, uh, it's not bad. I was gonna say my hot take is uh, Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> I, 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 I loved <laughs> Sylvester Stallone in that movie. I actually took my friends to that when I was like ten years old to, to see that for my birthday. So big fan of Spy Kids 3D. So do we all agree, Judge Dredd? <laughs> I was gonna say Demolition Man, but okay. I remember watching Judge Dredd and saying, "Wait." Are they kidding? Like, is there is is this, this going to be? This is going to turn into a comedy at some point, right? Like, this can't. No, be no, no. Movie. That was that was this, the real this, deal. Him running around in like Italian t- tailored suits with military bars on the shoulder. It just it didn't Genius. make any sense. Genius didn't movie. Make any sense. Genius. N- not, movie. No rhinestone. How about rhinestone? You ever seen that movie? I never is that with Dolly Parton? Yeah, that's the one with Dolly yeah. Parton. Yeah. yeah, I like Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton's great <laughs> in everything she does. All right, guys, one more. Uh, today is National Fried Chicken Day, a national day oh. that should be celebrated every day because yeah. of how good chicken is. Now, everyone has their part, favorite part of the chicken, whether it be the wing, line, uh, leg, thigh, or breast. I'm a leg man myself because it's just the least messiest part to deal with. I can eat it without my whole hand being covered in grease or whatnot. So I might be in the minority with this, but I'll start with Sliwa since he's a chicken man. What's your favorite part of the chicken? Thigh. Thigh. All day long. It's just kind of more the dark meat, more flavor to it, more taste to it. Uh, every time chicken breast tries again, the way, hey, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I, say, I got time for that. Uh, I'll go thigh. It's the right answer. It, 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 for all of the reasons that Al just said, it's the right answer. The breast, you get the most meat, but it's often dry. It's, it's not as, as flavorful as the thigh piece. Um, no, don't, don't ever sleep on the wings. The wings are always pretty good, too. But the drumstick funch, no disrespect to you. But the this is what he is, does. Funches, this is this what he you does. go. Disrespect this every is, day. This, this is no, no, no. Here, here's the thing I don't works like out. about it. Here's the part I don't like. It has that ligament that runs down the middle of it. I don't like that. I don't like because it's, look, it's just part of the Eat structure it, of the chicken. When God was making chickens, he put that ligament right there. And I don't like biting into that ligament. It gives me the creeps every single time. If you could find, if you can grow a chicken without that leg ligament, I'm in. It's just that one little ligament is really a, a deal breaker. But for don't me. you just not want to have your hands messy and just like dig in uh, a chicken without like I could really through that. digging through I, it? I can, <laughs> I can muscle up through the chicken grease and get through the, the, the thighs. By the way, I told you guys I had... Uh I had that barbecue over the weekend. I, I don't. How many? How long does it take to get the barbecue smell out of your hands? I don't know how many times I have to wash my hands and it's just still there, still there. Eight a.m. Eight a.m. the next morning. Squeeze a little lemon over. Ah, that's a good idea. There you go. That's a good you're, idea. You're good to go, and it gets all the the grease off of there as well. Anything else, Funch? 
That's all I got, guys. That's too bad. I want to talk about fried chicken some more. I we, we need to do that. Continue. To I, do you know that. what? Okay, we got How a whole hour to talk break? about it. Can I get Popeyes delivered to my house? By will, uh, will Postmates get me some Popeyes in the next break? We will find out. All right, the Dodgers uh, had their winning streak come to an end, and they got a real question that they need to answer moving mm-hmm. forward. We'll get into that next. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. All right, I want to throw out the website here real quick. Harris. SoCal.com. HarrisSoCal.com. Uh, pack your victory dance. Go all in on fun at Harris Resort SoCal. Make a splash in Funner California's Trifecta Pools, which, by the way, uh, voted one of 10 best resort pools in America by USA Today. 50 table games, 1,600 slots, or tee up the fun in SoCal Golf's uh, first top golf swing suite. So um, let me kind of explain the property. Harris SoCal. Uh, it's 110 miles away from downtown Los Angeles. It's uh, northeast of San Diego, and it's a great place if you're looking to just get away for a couple of days. Now's the perfect time. Maybe you don't want to get on a plane. Obviously, so many different protocols now, um, health and safety protocols. At Harris Resort SoCal, you could drive out there 110 miles away from den- from dining to unwinding. Scoring a good time is as easy as picking up a room key. Are you game for a getaway to get uh, all your planning essentials and to kind of start planning your trip? You just got to visit HarrisSoCal.com.